people still persecuted for simply what they believe? Breaking news on the global crisis of people persecuted for their faith exclusively on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, friends. Uh, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, last, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I guess, uh, my next guest was with us, uh, updating us on the uh, situation in the Nagorno-Karabakh uh, region of the uh, of, of planet Earth and what's happening there because a group of Armenian um, peoples have been completely surrounded and are basically under siege, old-fashioned siege, trying to starve them out, trying to get rid of them any way they can. Joel Velkamp from Christian Solidarity International rejoins us now to give us an update. Joel, uh, when you were last with us, uh, you were asking people to raise the attention to their elected leaders that looks to have had some impact, uh, I would think, even here in the New York area, because one of the people that did respond is Nicole Maliotakis, who is a very close friend of mine and, and uh, obviously a constituent uh, uh, target of many of my listeners here in the New York City area. Um, but what is the latest? What is Congress doing and, and what's the update on the ground? Well, we have seen some increased intention from Congress, which is good. And there's been a bill introduced that would uh, sanction Azerbaijan and cut off U.S. aid to the country. Um, but it's still moving more slowly than we would like. And so it's really important for people who care about this issue to continue to contact their legislators and tell them this is a priority for us. We do not want this one of the oldest Christian communities in the world to be destroyed by a dictatorship that's hell-bent on ethnically cleansing them. Yeah. Let me, let's me let back up the, the, the cart to go fast again real quick, because some people are just turning on the radio and they're saying, wait a minute, what's going on? Give, give them the, uh, the elevator pitch of the uh, situation on the ground. Sure. T- today is day 57 of the siege of a region called Nagorno-Karabakh, where 120,000 Armenian Christians live. Uh, they've been surrounded by the army of Azerbaijan, which is one of the worst dictatorships in the world. And their president, Ilham Aliyev, has promised to conquer their region and to expel them from their homes one way or another. Um, So it's quite clear the goal of this siege is to, as you said, starve these people out of their homeland. What are the people in Congress telling you? We hear them saying positive things. We're saying things like, you know, Azerbaijan needs to be held accountable for what it's doing. Uh, Azerbaijan is the aggressor here. Azerbaijan is trying uh, to carry out, in fact, a new genocide of the Armenian people. Right now, there are 580 people waiting for surgery who can't get it because the medical authorities have decided no more surgeries unless absolutely necessary because there's no medicine. There's no supplies. There's no replenishing of painkillers, of insulin, of anything like that. What's the challenge to the U.S. getting medical supplies into Nagorno-Karabakh? It would be a challenge, but it's certainly... Uh, with our capabilities. We've seen that the United States is quite able to deliver weapons and other supplies to our friends everywhere in the world, from Syria to Ukraine, whether that's good for the people there or not. Um, certainly, they could do a humanitarian airlift into Nagorno-Karabakh. There's an airport there. It's not being used by anyone. We just need the will to do this. Is this something that we should be asking uh, congressional officials to act on specifically? Should we use the words... Uh, airlift uh, and, uh, you know, refer them to the airbase and say there is one there. Are are the uh, congressional officials aware that this is a possibility, at least uh, for short-term help? At least some of them are aware, but I would say, Kevin, the the number of congressmen who are really serious about this is still quite small. So every phone call helps, every letter helps, and yeah, say we want a humanitarian airlift 
into this region. And the, other, the Armenian people here are historically Christian, and uh, the Azerbaijanis are pretty radical Muslims. Is that correct? The Armenians were the first nation to convert to Christianity 1,700 years ago, so it's an indistinguishable part of their heritage, Christianity. But we've seen that they're happy to use religion and religious extremism when it suits their purposes. So, for example, during the siege, they've been blasting the Islamic call to prayer into Armenian Christian villages to terrify people. And during the last war in 2020, when they attacked this region, they brought in jihadists from Syria to fight alongside them. And All they right. said, we brought you here to kill the infidels. Friends, I just want you to have this snapshot to just understand how serious it is, and that's why I need you to go to the phone and make a call, 202-224-3121. Call and ask uh, slash demand that your congressperson get involved with the Armenian genocide that is taking place in Azerbaijan. Uh, it is very, very important that we respond and tie, as you heard uh, Joel say, this 56th day of this uh, siege and you know you, you start running out of supplies you start running out of uh, energy you start running out of food uh, and it is a very cold uh, miserable kind of time to be existing in when those things are in abundance so just uh, maximize that suffering you understand what they're dealing with uh, hundreds of thousands of people are in danger here most of them innocent most of them uh, not even military people just regular everyday civilians and they need your help 202-224-3121 call your congressperson and ask them to get involved and thanks to nicole maliotakis and others that are stepping up and taking some leadership on this issue 202-224-3121 202-224-3121 kevin mccullough it's monday that means we're going to take a look at the markets next stay here